You're welcome. I just spent the past like three minutes singing NSYNC's uh, God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You and I was like harmonizing with myself and you're welcome because I just didn't record it um, for your sake, you know. I'm just looking out. Um, but I know you do that too, right? Like it's been such a long time since I've done that. I just like turn on a song that is like a serious throwback and jam out and like actually sing like no one's watching but maybe Johnny is watching and I'm aware that he's watching but I'm trying to act like he isn't watching but I'm still trying to impress him and make him think I'm cool at the same time. I know you do the same thing. It feels so good though to just like release, you know, just not like practice not caring and the whole exercise is like, it's just to just like sing and not really care. It's It was fun. It's, it was nice. For me, at least, anyway. Um, what's up, friends? I am Hannah, your host. You know me. Um, this is a podcast about my messy musings as a trained counselor and the title of this podcast, um, I thought of it yesterday before I kind of fleshed out what exactly I wanted to say on here. Um, I said this in conversation, preparing to die and I was like, oh, I want to name the next episode that and I want to talk about that. So here we are. It's kind of morbid, I know, but actually it isn't. When you hear the episode, you'll see what I mean. It, it sounds that way, but I promise it's not. Okay, so I was watching Red Table Talk uh, yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a really good show. It's a Facebook watch show, um, as in it's only played on Facebook. And it is with uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter, Willow Smith, and then the... Um, their grandmother so three generations and they sit around like an actual red table and and talk about a lot of taboo topics it's really good um so I was watching the fatherhood episode so it was just Jada Pinkett um and Will Smith just the couple and I was feeling like super emotional but I made Johnny watch it too you should watch it too (laughs) um and I guess I I felt really emotional like just seeing a dad talk about his kids and not having kids of my own because I don't but my own relationship as a quote-unquote kid to my parents to my dad Um, and it kind of just brought up a lot of my own stuff Uh, so it it was just like a lot of feelings at once I felt kind of like I don't know felt kind of angry and kind of confused and kind of good like sometimes it feels good to feel something big you know and it just took me a bit of stumbling around and like trying to find words towards what I was feeling to figure out what it was that was happening and I managed to tease out some of it and so I want to share with you what I came up with I like for me uh, I I was raised pretty religious like or I would say maybe more spiritual than religious. And I think my parents would agree with that. Um, 
So I was raised Muslim, a certain sect, like a Shia, um, Shia Ismaili Muslim. And a lot of my growing up was about being like spiritual. You know, my parents um, were spiritual in their own way. And not that we would like, or they would say, hey, I'm spiritual necessarily. But like, you know, they they were very kind of introspective and not so much about like the rituals of the religion as much as it was about the intention and the thoughts, your thoughts and like meditating. And um, and then and, and this was like a really powerful sort of theme that's, kind of spread into other parts of my life so it wasn't just like about prayer or about setting aside setting aside time for that but it was also about like the way you live like striving and achieving and and not settling for mediocre um really like big kind of lofty goals and not big and lofty in like a physical sense but big and lofty in like a spiritual sense right? This is like your life is like this spiritual pursuit. And and that's kind of where I got this like preparing to die because essentially under this like spiritual umbrella, everything that you do is about like how will this stack up in the end? Was your life worth it? You know, did you find that enlightenment? Did you find that meaning? And this isn't to say that, like, this is what my parents told me, right? Like, I mean, it, it wasn't. It, so much of what I learned is what I learned and picked up on my own and made my own meaning with. But this was, like, a really big thing that I took from it. You know, the, like, the way that you live your life is about living your life in a way that you can die knowing that that you had it made meaning from it you know you had a good life that way it was worth something you know more than just like physical and human level and I don't think anything is necessarily wrong with that but it, it was just so much this like lens that I would see things with you know and I I would like make myself or I would feel better about myself and kind of use it as like a judgment of like hey that person's not spiritual enough look how caught up they are in like buying clothes or um you know their hair or their their friends or school and I cared about those things too a lot actually um but in my head I had defined myself as this like no I'm this spiritual person right I was like better than the non-spiritual I had understood something on a more like fundamental deeper level and and the flip side to that was also this like kind of a very like narrow experience of life because you know on the one hand you can wear this like spiritual badge and then on the other hand in order to do that I had all these rules that I had picked up like you know don't have too much fun because that's too material so you know don't laugh too hard don't get too excited about things because it's just so superficial but also like don't be too sad if things don't go your way because that's not very trusting and you know don't be too extreme in either direction because you're just losing touch with what's really important 
and not being too proud and not being too humble um, and just staying grounded and not being so attached. And the thing is, is like I, I was attached. You know, I mean, it's it's hard not to be attached in as, as a kid, uh, you know, even as an adult, like it's great to have fun and to laugh with your friends and have preferences. But when you have rules about the, what that really means, you know, you kind of feel like torn in yourself. You know, it, it, you have this like, I'm having this experience, but you kind of want to deny the experience because you want to be above it. I mean, it's just, it's a very like weird web. And it's not like, again, anybody told me these things. I, I'm not trying to like blame or distribute blame. But I just see this like, the, these like colored glasses that I used to walk around with, you know? And, and like how restricting that was. Just like living in a way that you are preparing to die so that you can say that you lived this certain type of life. You know, like a deserving life or something. But, but then because of that, you're just not really living. And now I'm at this stage in my life where I am more than I have before pursuing living like I am pursuing making money and I am pursuing making this podcast and I am pursuing having fun and really like arguably according to my past self like superficial physical temporary things right these are in this moment it is not about death it is not about like preparing to die it is about living right now and purely like physical pursuit I want to go to the edge of these things but all of these things are going to die with me and I I just was you know I was finding it so hard and having so much internal judgment about these things about the relationship that I have with like starting my own business so that I can make money doing this podcast so that I can express myself purely human desire here right very indulgent like just this is it okay to be indulgent is this question that I've had over and over in my head that actually just looked like no it's not okay no it's not okay you need to say meaning you need to have meaning it needs to be grand you know and it's like I didn't even see how much I was I was like imposing on myself. And now that I have seen it more, like I'm able to see the pressure that I used to have and the judgment kind of matrix that I used to follow that's starting to slip away and I'm challenging it and I'm actually like pursuing things that I had considered off limits before. It's like uncharted territory. Like, I, I don't know if, you know, the way that I stumbled on this, like, preparing to die concept was like, I don't feel like I'm listening to myself. You know, I feel like I'm so swayed by what other people think. And I don't really even know how to, you know, what is, what is, what it means to, like, listen to what I really want to do in this, like, creative pursuit of 
the podcast or of, of my life or anything. I mean, it was just such a vague thing, this feeling that I wanted to express, I want to do something. And yet every time I watch a video that is inspiring, I forget what I really want to do. And I think, oh, I like that feeling. That person's doing something better. I want to do it like that. And that's kind of what happened with this, the Red Table Talk. Like, I, do, I didn't just feel inspired. I felt like it kind of took over me, took me over a bit. You know, I, I started to feel like, oh, whatever they're doing is right. And I put it into this like formula in my head and, oh, I should be more like them, be more like that. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but then what what came of that was just this realization that like, oh, like the reason I'm struggling here is this is new. Like this is new for me. And it isn't just new because like I've not done a podcast before. It's new on a much deeper, like more fundamental level. I haven't indulged this way in myself before. And this is a interesting relationship here, right? Because this is like, I haven't really been doing much as of late to promote the podcast. It is it is purely, or not purely, I mean, I think there's always a bit of a balance, but it is more an outlet for me because it's something I like to do than it is something that I want to build, you know, to show. I have to like this more than I want it to be shared. At least for me, that relationship needs to come first or I, I just wouldn't do it. It's harder for me to keep up. And so I, I've... I really kind of felt this clarity of, you know, I, that I, um, that it's okay that I, I'm having a hard time listening to myself and like staying connected to myself week to week with this because it is new for me. It is new to explore this part of myself in this particular, like, indulgent way and it's new to let myself like care how I feel here actually like oh this does feel good that when you choose to live in the moment and do something it isn't really about like the the later um reward right if, if you're preparing to die if your whole like psyche and approach is this rule book of what's right and what's good. The reward is down the road, right? The reward is when you die. But if you're about living, the reward is like right now. And and the feedback is right now too. The feedback of like, is this something you want to do? Well, how does it feel? If it feels good, you keep doing it, right? There's so many like pieces here that I'm just unraveling as I'm speaking them out to you but this was the main chunk that I wanted to bite off today and I just think it's so it's so cool like to realize this about myself and I wonder how many of you can relate you know that you just like have this this like 
you know, some point in your life, there was this decision that, you know, you need to be this and this kind of person and it's going to pay off later, right? It's either your image or it looks good. Or it's the right thing to do, the proper thing to do versus like fully indulging in like having fun right now and feeling good right now and being just like intimately in touch with life now with no regard for its like future payoff and that doesn't mean you're being a jerk it just means like this full contact you know there isn't like too much fun or too much sad or you know too much excitement or too much pride even or too much anger like all of these rules kind of fall away in one of my counseling classes I remember the teacher said this at one point to one of the counseling teachers that the painful thing in any of our experiences isn't that you're feeling something negative. It's that we feel the negative thing. And on top of that, we don't want to feel the negative thing. And there's a space between you and the feeling. But when you let that space go and make like full contact, like full human experience with life, You feel all of the pain and all of the happy and all of the fun and all of the laughing so hard your face gets into like the ugly laughing face, right? Or the ugly crying face, that full contact. There is this, and and this is something that I'm sharing from my own experience too. There is this like, as, as intense as that experience is, there is like a flow to it because you just kind of let go of the resistance. So as painful as it might be or as angry as you might be or as big as the feeling might be, like it's okay. It's actually really full because you are feeling it, that you're in full in touch, fully in touch with that feeling. And it's just like it's, full it is so full it's cool man i said a lot of stuff today i don't know uh i kind of just went went around and around around and around but this was fun man every week it's like i realize it feels like it's been a while you know, like last Monday feels like ages ago. And I had said I was going to do two a week, a few episodes back. I was doing like Monday and Thursday and then I dipped back just to the Mondays. And I like this cadence. So I'm going to keep riding with it. But that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I hope you're doing good. Having good weeks good days um yeah and i will see you back here next monday